my friend. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And now, for the first time, we are bringing you the full story of what happened. We are giving you all the evidence based only on the secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. The incidents, the places. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Can your heart stand the shocking facts of the true story of Edward D. Wood, Jr.? JB Driving Podcast. This is um, this is Ed Wood here with Paul, just Jim Paul today. Just the main crew. Just the main crew. Oh, so we're supposed to this movie for Edward. Edward. I can't remember his middle initial. I know he B- says it like 17 yeah. times in the movie. J. Wood D. Jr. Edward D. Jr. or something like that. It's Edward something, something Wood Jr. Jr. Yeah. Edward R. Maybe? I have no idea. I can't remember now. I can't remember either. God damn it's it. It's one of those. It's one well, of it's, it, let's be honest. Okay, right. so we, we, had a, uh, we had an issue over the weekend. We were supposed to record this on Friday. Uh, it's now currently a Tuesday. Not that it matters to mm-hmm. all of you out there. Right. Um, but uh, Friday, we had I had an issue. I couldn't make it. So uh, Jimmy graciously rescheduled for me today. I thought it was me. I thought it was. I thought I had. No. I, I was going to take the blame. Oh, I don't know. No. I, but I, that's okay. If I, you really I, want it, you can have it. I thought I had the Rona. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And that's why it's my fault, because I really didn't want the Rona. Well, nobody does. Well, I don't know. I mean, partially, I kind of want it just to get it out of the way and make sure I... Or maybe I've already had it, and who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. One way or the other, you know. The good news is, is our CNN overlords have told us that there's now a... Uh, a vaccine that has nothing to do with the Trump administration that's 90% uh, effective. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just so you all know, it has Trump had nothing to do with it. So you got you, you should feel safe and secure getting this vaccine that's 90 percent uh, effective. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but if you want to read all about the conspiracy theories and never Trump mania and all that and go to duckpin.com. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Brian Griffiths, duckpin.com. Holy crap, dude. I love Brian, but he's going to be muted for a few weeks here. I'm serious. I can't take that shit anymore. Duckpin.com. Still love Brian, but, you know. Okay, that's, that is nowhere near the... Uh, uh, how do I put this? Me and you were discussing the situation yes. before the show started, right. and you gave me no inflection whatsoever that there was an actual hostility. No, 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 no. There's not any hostility at all. There's none. I let me clear that up. Brian is, you know, our close friend. I and I, that, that that has not changed. But Brian has a way of what's the word that I can say about this? 
itching that last nerve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a certain pompacity to him. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, kind of have to have that to do what we do. I mean, yeah, but it's more vindictive, and I've told him a couple times. You know, well, cool. It. Plus, he sucks, Larry Hogan's. You know. Yeah, well, and nobody outside of Maryland knows who the hell Larry Hogan is, uh, unless, of course, you're a CNN viewer because uh, he spends a lot of time on there because he's the only Republican that, you know, apparently is allowed on CNN. <laughs> um, and the truth of the matter is, is he's he's not a good guy. He really isn't. Um, no, he's, he he's an opportunist piece of shit. All right. He really was, and it is what it is, but that's not why we're here tonight. Tonight, we're here to talk we're, about yeah. movies. We're here about movies. Ed Wood, uh, you know, one of our favorite movies as, as kids. Uh, there was yeah. there's a handful of movies that me and uh, James spent a awful lot of time watching as kids. Yes. Uh, one of them being Ed Wood's. Another one, of course, Army of Darkness, which we've c- talked about reviewing on this show, and we've we've thought that it might end up being difficult for us to, just like Clue. Clue is another m- movie that I spend a, a ton of time watching. Yes, Clue is um, a big one, right. And I think... As much as I love that movie, I find it I, w- I would find it extremely difficult to review it. Mm-hmm. Like we could do a 15 minute review talking about how great it is, mm-hmm. but there's no goddamn way we could do a two hour review where we're kind of ripping it apart because there's just nothing in that movie that I could ever rip apart. I mean, I love it that much. There's nothing in that movie that I don't like. Yeah, there, yeah. there isn't. I right. mean. You know, I, I've I've recently watched it um, like two weeks ago, right before Halloween. I recently watched it, um, and it was one of those things where I was like, okay, it's kind of getting late. I don't want to start anything new, right. so I just throw that on, and yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. So Amazon Prime, yeah, sitting there watching it. I mean, I've got it on Blu-ray. I had it on DVD. I've had it on VHS. I so much you know, easier with Prime. Had audio tapes of it. it. I mean, I had everything. A-track tapes. Yeah, dude. Reel to reels. I mean, every fucking thing you could think of, I've watched this movie on it. Mm-hmm. Except for in the theater, which is the funny part about it. I never saw it in the theater. Really? Yes. Huh. So I never actually got to enjoy the three different endings that they said you watched. If you went to the theater, you got to see one of the three endings to the movie. Which is wild because when you watch the movie on Blu-ray, you know, they have the whole, or could happen like this or happen like this. Well, they've always had that since yeah. it's been on VHS. It's, short, it's a short movie. It's super short. Yeah, if you only saw one ending. I that. couldn't imagine. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Am- I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they cut it differently for the, for the uh, VHS slash mm-hmm. DVD slash Blu-ray where they only play that middle section once instead of playing it multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I would assume that the only part of it that's end that's different is the very, very end where they're like, you know, the gun is missing. Right. And from that point on is probably where it, it's different. The different endings actually took place, mm-hmm. not where the, the scorecards came up or the cue cards or whatever you want to call them back in the talkies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I feel like we've talked about this before. No, no. We talked about, um, Mrs. White. Well, of course we have because uh, we've talked about 
different aspects of this movie, but mm-hmm. we've never done a review for the movie because there's no way for us to do it. We talked about Yvette and how Yvette yeah, was hot as shit, and, and she is <laughs> quite a heavy lady at this point in time. I mean, I'm sure she's a nice lady and all, and she looks so different now than she did then. It's almost yeah. like a completely different woman. That's what happens, man. Like it's just age catches up to like everybody, dude. Beverly D'Angelo, same thing happened to her. Shh. Yeah, I, who else did I see recently? Somebody who had a ton of fucking face work, and you see her or him, I can't even remember now, and it just it's just ridiculous. It just looks ridiculous. You see that all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, those people that kept getting the facelifts over and over and over again, like Nancy Pelosi, yes, and yes. they look like fucking clowns. Yes, they look just ridiculous, exactly. Um. You know who hasn't changed that much? Freaking no. Elvira. Yeah. She's like 70, and she still looks phenomenal. Elvira is hot as balls. And Elvira was, that was going to be my big talking point mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never really got into it because, I don't know, I think you pissed me off or something. I can't, I can never keep in mo- keep track of what's going on from when week I to week. When I piss you off or not? I can't remember. Yeah. You know. But I, I, I was going to talk about that and how that – it I'll hold off until we actually do um, – uh, what's that movie? We can do – we have to do talk radio, but also uh, – what the fuck is the name of that movie now? I'm, I'll, I, it'll come to me when I'm not thinking about it. Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, it's the reason I do this. And I can't oh, even think oh, of the fucking... pump up the volume, Yeah, man. thank you. Pump, pump up, up the, the volume. volume. So we'll pump have to do pump up the volume because there are things in that movie you can easily make fun of. Yeah. There's a lot of really awesome shit in that movie if you're, you know, my age. And it, like, hit right in that sweet spot of being, like, a late teenager. Yeah. There couldn't have been a better time for that movie to come out for me. Uh, right. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't hold up <laughs> very uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I we watched that movie recently within the past couple of years. Uh, and I, I love that movie. I watch it. I I haven't watched it with the kids yet, and it's weird because usually I watch a lot of these type of movies with the kids, mm-hmm. um, just to you know share the experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they like it. Are you distracted tonight? No, I'm not. I'm actually just I'm looking through the note because we're supposed to do this. On Friday. Yes. And I had, you know, you, you, you watch something and all that, everything's fresh. So I'm just refreshing, refreshing myself with okay. like different notes and stuff um, about this movie. And it's one of those movies that we really can't. This well, is hard to tear apart because of. It has nothing to do with the, the role that it's played in our childhood. I mean, I wore this damn VCR tape, VHS tape off, uh, out. Um, but the movie itself, even watching it, I haven't, I haven't watched this in a long-ass time. It held up. It's so good. It it's really is. The so acting in this movie is so fucking good. Oh, I mean, for, first off, and, and I, it's, it's, it depresses me at the same time because I'm thinking about the movies now yeah. and how unique and original and how entertaining this was. You talk about acting right now. Freaking Martin Landau was phenomenal. Oh, Depp yeah, he was, was great. phenomenal. Depp was Depp is Murray was phenomenal. Dude, tell me when Depp isn't. Yeah, good. Depp's a great. 
I mean, even when he has a bad role, he still kind of pulls it off really yeah. well. And, you know, Bill Murray, I it's, will love him yeah. till the day I die. I mean, there, he that man can do very little wrong yeah. in my eyes. Um, he has had some shitty movies. <laughs> Quick Change comes to mind. Quick Change. Um, but, you know, overall, that man does very little wrong in my eyes. Yeah, and, you, and he's the fucking nicest guy in the world. There, there was a documentary that came out a couple years ago that showed Bill Murray just kind of like he would just show up places. Oh, yeah? Like he would show up to uh, a woman's house and like clean her dishes and then say, okay, I got to go and fucking leave. I mean, it was the weirdest shit ever. Really? I mean, he just did weird fucking stuff and like they would, you know, he, he was constantly getting calls about being in movies and like, you know, it was just kind of like, uh, he, he only does the movies that he feels like doing and then half the time, they never know if he's even going to show up. That's awesome. Like, he doesn't sign contracts. Like, the new Ghostbusters, that, the Chick Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. They weren't even sure if he was going to show up to film his roles. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't sign any contract or anything. And then just Ghostbusters 2 is another one mm-hmm. where he just kind of just, they weren't sure if he was going to show up or not. I think we even talked about it a little bit on when we did review Ghostbusters. Which was which about was, two years ago. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the first movies we reviewed. It was the fourth movie we reviewed, yeah. It, we talked about Third or fourth, uh, yeah. how hot she was back then. Jesus. She was super hot in that uh-huh. movie. I think I went on and on about that. Yeah, you did. Just a little. Just a little bit. We um, s- we spent a lot of time talking about how beautiful women are in this movie. And I don't think there's any problem with that. No. Not at all, because we appreciate it. We're not freaking, you know. Well, yeah, with that and, you know, it's not like I actually think I'm on the level of of uh, any of these women or anything. I can oogle if I want, so fuck yeah, all yeah, you exactly, people exactly. who don't like it. But all I'm, you social justice warrior exactly, fucking yeah, feminist we don't like crackpots. So, so you, you look at Ed Wood and what a work of art is, and then you look at what we have now. Yeah. 75% Marvel. Well, when's the last time Tim Burton put out a movie? Oh, man. Um, I can't even remember the last movie he's done. I mean, the last thing I remember him doing was like a Frankenweenie remake. That's a good question. Um, I mean, it was a couple years ago. Dumbo? Dumbo, yeah. And I I thought that was pretty well done, actually. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was the best because obviously you lost a lot of the – yeah, the cool was, shit from the original. Yeah, Dumbo was the, the but, last one. You know, overall, I I think the biggest problem that Tim Burton had was he started getting to a point where he just like Rob Zombie, he wants the same actors every single time, every single movie, and it's like, eh. I mean, I like Helen Bonham Carter, but kid, you know, I I think sometimes you stretch to fit her into a role. Well, they were because they were in a relationship together. That's why. Well, they were. I thought married. they were married. They're married and they had two kids or something. Yes, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I like her, but sometimes he st- really stretched to put her into a role. Mm-hmm. Um, but he his career overall has just been ridiculously good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean and Tim Burton, Batman. You know, no matter what you look at, what he's done, people always have complaints about shit he does. Batman, uh, Batman Returns, people had a lot of complaints about those movies. I, you know, I think for the longest time, they were probably the best Batman movies ever put out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they, you know, once you look at the Dark Knight series, you kind of have to 
reassessed because of the, some of the acting in those movies. Right. Um, because Nicholson, as much as I love Nicholson, Nicholson's Joker is so different and yes. doesn't really... You can't even compare him. No, and it's not fair. It's, it's just not the same character at all. It's, it's like this goofy, you know, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses guy, you know? And it, it just is so far different. What are you looking at? I, I Well, I'm researching about the movie. I'm actually reading this story about... You're, you're talking about women, Bonham Carter, well, Lisa Marie... Um, who is also in this movie. She's in this one. She yes. played... Um, Elvira. Well, sorry. It's uh, Vampira. 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 Which, by the way, there was a really cool Vampira documentary on Amazon um, really? not too long ago. It might still be there. There's there's a really good one about Betty Page, and there's a really good one about Vampira. Uh, and it goes in... It, it she, she was still alive. I don't know if she's still alive now, but she was alive during the documentary, and they did a lot. You know, she talked a lot mm-hmm. about her history and all the shit she did. Like, th- what she did to her waist. She had, like... Tell the story about the, the waist. I mean, she only had, like, a 14-inch waist. That's insane. It's, it, the, she, she used these belts around, and then she would have a corset on. Mm-hmm. So she had a belt around her waist that would that would pull in her waist and she wore it for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And then she had a corset to f- create that, uh, that hourglass shape that, you know, I've always thought was, I mean, it's, it, I guess at the, at one point in time, it was considered to be the shape that you wanted. Yeah. But I always thought because it was a little had, weird. Cause myself. they had like back in the day, you know, they had those course, Corsets? Yeah, corsets. And they would they would tie the living daylights out of them. Well, that went all the way back to, like, you know, you can go all the way back to uh, when we first came to America, probably even before that. I mean, you know, I remember watching, uh, you know, you watch a bunch of documentaries on ID or, and shit like that of, about the times, you know, the colonial right. times. Right. And they would have... You know, they'd be wearing corsets and shit like yeah. that all the time. Like just passing out. From they, Hell. From they, Hell was another one where oh, they, they wore a lot of corsets I, I, in that I, movie. You want to talk about... And a, that's another a, a, good movie. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was in that as well. Yes. Um, you want to talk about a really good underrated... Un, I mean, From Hell, great movie. It's about Jack the Ripper. I, I It's about this Masonic... Um, he was a mason or something like that. Turned, I think they figured out who Jack the Ripper was in the past, like year or two uh they it's like the fifth different time that they've named somebody different yeah so you don't we, we don't really like know barber or something i i got on i don't know anyway i was getting back to saying so lisa marie you asked me what i was reading oh yeah yeah and i just i i, I found it funny because I was, I was reading something about her so she met so she quit modeling she met tim burton at a starbucks in new york <laughs> or new year's eve in 92 she just quit modeling for calvin klein so Burton had been difficulty has been having difficulties for your marriage at the time. So you can imagine what happened there. Right. Um, Who was he married to at the time? Did it say? Because uh, um, Carter was later. Yeah, Carter. Carter was. Carter was closer to the two thousands. Yeah, I, I doesn't say in this. Doesn't doesn't say in this. So whatever marriage he was in, he was having difficulty. But here's here's where it gets cool. So call, according to this Boston Herald article. They claim to have bonded over mutually witnessing two uh, UFO sightings in California. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and Burton abruptly ended their relationship after uh, Planet of the Apes in 2001. Mm, well, and then, it, then it, he went if you're looking for corner. a stinker for Burton, uh, that's a stinker. That's probably one of the worst that he did, and I didn't even think that was that bad. I I think that there's a bad, there's a really bad stigma about that movie. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I mean, was it really that bad? I mean, it doesn't compare to the newer ones. But if you compare it to the older ones, it was definitely a step up. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, 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 yeah. So I, I don't I think a lot of people didn't like the ending of him like leaving the planet and then coming back to the planet when having the Abraham Lincoln monkey up on the thing. Which was kind of stupid. I mean, I'm not gonna say it wasn't stupid, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing was kinda up until the very ending, I thought it was pretty much a good replica of the original. Yeah, I yeah, I agree though. It just like like a lot of these remakes, they screw it up. There's been some good remakes though. But um, you know, other than that, I you know, Tim Burton movies have always been high on my list. Yeah. Uh, you know, Real Big Fish. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I, I mean, Ed Wood. Mars Attacks. I love Mars Attacks. Uh, I know a lot of fucking people hate that movie, but a lot of people didn't seem to get the fact that it was supposed to be an Ed Wood film. Yeah, it's... Nobody seems to get that. I don't know why, because he just finished doing Ed Wood, and then it was the very next movie he did. So I, you know, and then the way he does, you know, of course, you have Tim Burton also is... um, Who's his music guy? I always forget. Uh, Elfman? Elfman. Danny Elfman does all his music and pretty much everything he's ever done as far back as I can remember. And uh, those two working together, um, they they paint a style just with the music alone. I mean, and this movie is a perfect example of that. They went way out of their way to give it that, like, 50s movie quality. Like, you know, you watch this movie... The music in the movie, now I know that there's some newer stuff, and of course there's, you know, the sound effects are a lot better than the you know it would have been in the 50s, but the music selection that they used was very campy, 50s-style music that you would see in a 50s music, uh, or, you know, or 50s or the 60s, early 60s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I felt that the music they did used in this movie was perfect. I felt that... Uh, very good. It was very good. The, I don't know that they could have done it any better. And then the the filming style in and of itself, first off, going black and white in late, in what, mid-90s? 94. Was it? 94. 94. So uh, going black and white in mid-90s was, was a pretty uh, gutsy thing to do, I yeah. would say, because yeah, uh, usually... I think it was Columbia Pictures. Um, yeah, Columbia Pictures dropped the film because uh, Burton insisted on shooting in black and white. Is so. I mean, when you look at uh, when you look at uh, the only time you would do black and white in the '90s mm-hmm. is on like a flashback scene, kind of like when you saw Natural Born Killers. They would do flashback scenes in black and white. Um, you'd have avant-garde type directors that would use it here and there. Yeah, but it was rare to do an entire movie in black and white. Right, uh, and. Um, the weird thing was, is you watch it, you know, you look at the original covers for, like, the VHS tape. Mm-hmm. They did the entire cover in black and white, except he was wearing the um, 
the the um, the sweater, which was pink. Yes, and that would be pink on the covers yes. of the movie, which yes. always made it stand out even more. Um, you know, conceptually and artistically, yeah. in my opinion, it, it, you know, I. This is not going to be the typical movie that we really run down because I don't know that there was a whole lot to run down in this movie. There are little things. Yeah. Um, and some of the, you know, tertiary actors in this are just kind of there. Yeah. I, um, I did want to add on that the reason why they did black and white. Oh, go ahead. Was because when they when they ran through the movie and they did like one of the first uh, color tests with it. That's when Burton realized that Lugosi was never filmed in color. Oh, okay. So that's what made it feel off to him. And that would make sense? Um, yeah, it would make sense because, I mean, Lugosi, um, I mean, he wasn't exactly, you know, you're talking about one of the old school universal. Yeah, he was a 30s guy. I mean, he, know, 30s, monsters. 40s, 50s. Um, you know, he was one of the original Universal Monsters. He yeah. played the Dracula. And, you know, of course, he turned, you know, the big story was turning down the Wolfman. Or no, was it Frankenstein? Frankenstein. He turned down he Frankenstein. Ed Wood, yeah. And because he turned down Frankenstein, they gave it to Car- Karloff. Who then took off. Who basically then became the guy. Yep. Because the, the werewolf was um, Junior. Uh, something Junior. I can't yeah. think of his name. Um. And he was considered to be the guy when it came to, you know, the werewolf movies. Um, and I can't think of his goddamn name. I keep thinking Alan Hare Jr. is not Alan Hare Jr. Lou, Lou Cheney. Is it Lou Cheney? Lou Cheney. Lou Cheney. Jr. Bella Gosey, Bella, I had no idea Bella Gosey was in The Wolfman as well. Yeah, but he didn't play The Wolfman. No. He played, like, uh, one of the scientists. Yeah, Lou Cheney Jr. Um, was The Wolfman. And yeah, Bella Lugosi was uh, Bella the Gypsy. Oh, <laughs> then that's not the move. That's not the role I'm thinking of. Then no, you're thinking of something else. Yeah, so Bella Lugosi, um, who. So we haven't even gotten to the fact that. So Ed Wood, himself, was an old school director, writer, yeah, all around eccentric person, um, who made B movies. Probably one of the kings of B movies. Well, he's he was um, two years after his death. He was revered as the worst director in American film history. Right. Um, and I, you know, obviously, I think that's more of a. It's kind of like ICP being the worst band uh, of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you know, they people are going to be attracted to that simply because of that moniker. Um, and, and a lot of people discovered Ed Wood because of that moniker. And a lot of other people discovered Ed Wood because of this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've watched a couple Ed Wood films. Um, there's a couple that I still want to watch that I've just never been able to find anywhere. Like I'm not big enough into Like I have plan nine from outer space. I have it in color, and I have it in black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way that I would have done this movie in color is Technicolor, by the way. Yeah. If they had filmed it in black and white and then overdid it in Technicolor, I think that would even that would have worked too. Um, but I did like the black and white. So, I, you know. Have it in, have it in Technicolor 
when they're doing the non-movie parts, but when they're filming and all that, they would shift to black and white. That would have worked, or vice versa. Anything would have worked. Yeah. I mean, or just highlighter colors. I mean, you, the original Technicolor films were mostly still black and white with like some weird vibrant color that would come in out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It, it was very, if you look at the original ones, they were really weirdly done. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, and then really you then done. you see where they overdid it, like with I Love Lucy, when they went with Technicolor with I Love Lucy, mm-hmm. and the colors that they used were so over the top yeah. that they almost look cartoonish. Um, you know, that that's why, you know, I think, honestly, uh, I would say Lucille Ball started coloring her hair for personal appearances because of the Technicolor that they used in the show. I don't think her her hair color was legitimately that color. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, that's just me being conspiratory, you know, conspiracy theory guy, but I would I would bet money she bet she dyed her hair. Anywho, um getting back to this, getting back to Ed Wood. Um I'm just looking at Bella Bella Lugosi, who eventually hooked on Ed Wood. Um he was in the Black Cat. That's a that's a that's a famous Son of Frankenstein. Um, it's another movie that's been remade. The yeah, Black Cat. The Raven. Um, I'm sure that's been remade too. And that's when that's when Karloff he he actually received the top billing, even though Lugosi was the lead role. But that's when Lugosi was also um, addicted to morph- morphine and methadone. Yeah, and that's kind of when he kind of started going downhill quickly. Yeah. He had he was married five times. Only had one kid. Huh. Five times. Nineteen seventeen to nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty one to nineteen twenty four. Nineteen twenty nine to nineteen twenty nine. That was a quick marriage. Thirty three to fifty three, and then fifty five, and then upon his passing, which is actually contradictory to this movie where he's alone. Well, yeah, because they had a him. Kid. They had him. They they made it sound like. His wife had died, which kind of led to this relationship with Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they definitely never acted like there was another woman. Right. And and it works for this role because then it sets up the... Uh, this, this relationship with Ed Wood where he seems like he's... there. It's a very... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Paternal? Nah, it's not quite the word I'm looking for. Lecherous, maybe? Lecherous. Uh, you oh, know, I see it, what you're saying, cause, because Ed's getting what he wants. Well, Ed gets what he wants, but, y- you know, he he completely looks the other way, when, yes. you know, with Bella. Like, you know, it's like it, it's almost like it doesn't happen. Right. You know, he knows that he's addicted to morphine, but he completely ignores the fact that he's addicted to morphine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, later in the in the movie itself, when he he's, you know, put into the mental hospital to get clean and then he's kicked out of the mental hospital yeah, because yeah. he's no longer insured. He's no longer insured. It, I mean, there's just it, it's just like, eh, you're all better. Yeah, I, let's, let's you get know, back to work. There's a lot of that in this movie where it's a very enabling enabling. Yeah, that's enabling, probably enabling. the best. That's what you're thinking. That's enabling. the word I'm looking He's for is enabling. Um and it, I think it's both ways. Mm-hmm. I think Bella just feeds you know Edward's um ego in yes. this film. Yes. 
Uh, you know, he it makes him feel like he's more important than he is simply because Bella Lugosi, this big, huge movie star, right. is in his films. Um, and, it, 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 you know, it's a very duplicitous type relationship where they, they both seem to be in it for themselves, mm-hmm. but they do both care about each other. So it, it, it makes it really kind of a weird, you know, situation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's enabling that they care about each other. How many times? Um, but yeah, so so you have Ed Wood. This is so this movie is kind of like a pseudo biography about Ed Wood, um, and his time. Uh, it really takes place through three movies that he that he films. Glenn, yeah, Glenn, Glenn and Glenda, Glenda. Uh, Bride of the uh, Adam. Adam, and then Plan Nine. But that's kind of like a Plan Nine, which is. The movie that Ed Wood is probably best known for. Yeah, Plan I've, Nine from Outer Space is his biggest known movie. And that's kind of like, but that's like at the butt end of the movie. That's when, quote unquote, things are coming together. Wouldn't you say, in terms of, you know, that's that's the that's the finale. Oh, sure. You know, but it, it's just the way they film that part in the movie is just kind of like a. Well, they make it seem like Glenn and Glenda is the first film he ever did, which isn't true. Right. Um, they they act like he was some kind of a, you know, just a menial laborer working at the at, at the movie studio when he had already done like a movie and a TV show before he ever did Glenn and Glenda. Right. So it, it, you know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff in this movie where they're just kind of playing with history. But I think almost all of these documentary type movies do that, um, or biop. Films, I should say, uh, they're not di- they're not uh, you know biographies. They're biops. Right. So you know they're they're uh, you know change the history's changed for the story, right? To, right. To make it more cinematic. Um, and there, there, that's uh, there's obviously a lot of that in this too. I mean, he meets. I mean, there there's no record of him meeting uh, uh, what's uh, or Orson Welles. There's no record of him uh, cross-dressing, uh, yeah. befo- you know, uh, on his other films other than Glenn and Glenda. Mm-hmm. Now, he did cross-dress in his personal life, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think that he cross-dressed on on the, on on the, the set, set it's more as a, a director. Now, a... at least there's no real record of it. Um, and when I talked to Conrad... Uh, uh, William Conrad about it. He said that um, it, you know, he doesn't. He didn't. Who's William Conrad? So William Conrad knows. is one of the two cops from um, uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. He's there's Tor Johnson who played the big fat guy, mm-hmm. and then you had the two bumbling idiot yeah. cops. One was played by uh, William Conrad, mm-hmm. who is he's a, a lech. You. If you ever go to any of these horror conventions, he'll be there, and you will not be able to get away from him without buying something. <laughs> he he will, you know, if you accidentally look at him, oh, he's no. that kind of guy. He comes over to you and is like, hey. Yeah, it's like going near Count Gore. Like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're going to get sucked into Count Gore and have to buy something from that fucking guy. Um, it's kind of like leaving the grocery store and there's that the candy rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Even worse. Oh. Like you go in the store and you look over. There's a there's a guy with a fold up table table. Oh, display, 
and they're selling popcorn or right. You the, know, the, but it, the, it's, the the get the uh, raffle tickets. Yeah, but it's not like or uh, it, but it's something you don't want. It's a shady organization. Till you're like, is that really? I've never heard of you guys before. <laughs> you know, give it's kids not the, the Salvation Army. Like yeah. It's yeah. it's the Army of Salvage yeah, or some yeah, shit exactly like that. Like that. And you got some guy wearing like a. <laughs> Like a freaking men's warehouse. He's wearing the like, uh, suit or something there. He's like, dressed as Santa Claus in purple. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, man. No like, beard. And position he's just got him. a real long, big, long, uh, 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 Jesus Christ. Mustache? It, I was thinking the- uh Fu Manchu? No, no, the mustache. The, the handlebar um, mustache? Yeah, but what's that fucking guy? The cool. baseball player. Oh, Raleigh Fingers? Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh Holy Fingers. shit. I was having a hard time getting to that. That's all right. <laughs> I was. Uh, I wanted it. I had it there. I'm like, it. one of those big long. Yeah, I, I just can't. You know, you go to these. You go to the grocery store usually, and you know, you're rushing to get something. Especially guys, we don't. We're not going there to do a bunch of shopping. We're there to get the essentials. And you're walking up. You're like, you got something else in your mind. You look over, and you try not to make contact, eye contact. But you make eye contact. But they're positioned to, they're usually positioned, um, and they're trained not to bug you on the way in. Oh, yeah. It's like the venom, the, the trap has been set. You look over like, oh, great. If anything, it's the kids. The kids get you on the way in because there's yeah. always the kids sitting there like trying to sell raffle tickets, and your response is always, I'll get you on the way out. Yeah, I'll get and you on the And then you out. try to go out the other door. Yes, yes. <laughs> And they walk around to the yeah, other the side. Door, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'll get you away. But then they know. They remember. And then you, as you're sh- as you're shopping, you're like, oh, I gotta get past that. I gotta get past that. <laughs> Where's the emergency exit? Folgers crystals, you know that that, that coffee, uh, old coffee pot they use with the, <laughs> like the, the plastic lid with like the rectangle cut up in front of it. Oh Jesus! It's like oh, and then you're leaving, and as you're leaving, they want five dollars so you can get the tootsie roll. Yeah, but they're looking. You're looking at you because there's those two doors. There's a the first door you walk out into uh-huh. the you know the middle part of the grocery store, you know where you take the yeah. carts, and there's the outside door. They're looking at you through that outside door. They've already got. They're like a. They're like an eagle. They got their <laughs> eyes locked on you, your little mouse, and there's no way you can get because as soon as that door opens, you hear their voices. Hey, sir, you know, and they're they're super nice to you, like oh. Here's a buck. Just leave me alone. I'm more likely to give somebody money if they're going to buy liquor. Oh, yeah. You know, bums on the street. Why lie? <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. drink. <laughs> that, that overused sign. Whenever I go to Fellas Point when I was younger, there's always like four or five guys with that same, why lie? I just want a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the first time you see that, you're you like. You got me at hello. It's like the first time you see it, you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, this is really fun. Here you go, man. And it's like, oh, this is a racket. Every goddamn red yeah. light. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like it's a racket now. Like, Every red light, there's drunk. another asshole trying yeah. to get drunk. No. Yeah. Get some pop-off vodka. Go beat the shit out of that guy at the last light. <laughs> He's got $25. He was calling you names, man. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. That that whole that whole. Sc- How the hell we talk about grocery store uh, bandits? Uh, because we were almost as bad as a Starbucks being in the grocery store. You have to smell that damn coffee. You're like, I don't want to get some. I don't want to get some. Next I don't day, like I, Starbucks coffee, dude. Starbucks, man, it keeps you up at night. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I never yeah. did. It's got that Mediterranean blend. I don't. Well, they like got like the Mediterranean blend, and you know, all I like the Arabica there. blend. Arabica blend. Yeah. yeah. So all right. 
So anything else we got? So we got Johnny Depp. We got Jessica Horseface Parker. Yeah, which I found amusing that they actually had the horse face in the review during the movie. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how they let she let that go through. Unless this was the creation of the horse face thing. You, I mean, was she called horse face before this? I'm not sure. I have no idea, but I've always thought she was a horse face. I, 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 don't I mean, it's her. always been like the thing that everybody said. I mean, I, I mean... I saw in striking distance. I thought she was cute. In striking distance, a mm-hmm. uh, couple of her old uh, earlier films. Now, keep in mind, I was a kid when these movies came out. Um, you know, around the same time that she was a kid. Like, I think didn't she do uh, Project X or one of those movies? Uh, when oh no, I'm, it's not Project X. She did Flight of the Navigator. Was that, that her? Yeah, she was the, the she was the girl that came into the uh, that worked at the facility mm-hmm. um, in Flight of the Navigator, who helped her helped uh, the kid escape, and she was cute in that. Uh, but then, you know, I I I lost interest in her very young age. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, but she's by far not even close to being the. Uh, the hottest girl in this movie. Like, you know, Lisa Marie is the hottest. gorgeous. Yeah, Lisa um, Marie is the hottest. I thought um, Arquette... And Patricia Arquette... Is just beautiful to Is me. beautiful. Yeah. She's always been beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't think of a time when she hasn't been, even when she put on weight later on. Right. Like, a lot of people say, oh, she put on weight, she looks like a man. It's like, yeah, oh, I don't think so, man. I, I don't think so. I don't see it. She's still, she's still good looking. Yeah, I think so. I think she held up really well. She's Not that she needs my fucking vote. She's of like Elizabeth Shue. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I, she so, just did the. You've seen the boys, right? I have not. You're the second person telling me to watch the boys. Uh, yeah, the boys. It's it's pretty good. I was I was impressed with it. It's very violent. Um, I heard it's very violent. It's yeah. there's a lot of uh like cool sex, like flying sex, and like. You know, kind of all the stuff that you want to see in a super in an R-rated superhero movie, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, there's also a really, really cool scene where um, there's a baby. I don't want to tell you about it because it's – I don't really want to ruin it for you. Okay. All right. So, um, but overall, it's it's pretty good. Um, they said that they're coming back with a third season of that. Okay. Um, That's so, on Prime, right? Amazon yeah, Prime? Amazon Prime. It's one of the Amazon shows. That's neat. That's neat. I, I've heard good things about that. So, we've been watching Terrace House. Which one? Terrace House. What the hell is that? I've been talking about Terrace House. It is a Japanese, um, like, reality show. Uh, What's it on? It's on Netflix. Uh, but it's it's like three guys and three girls, and they're usually in their early twenties, and they're they go to this place where they try to find themselves. You know, like they don't they're not intending to stay the entire time; they're intending to stay there until they find themselves. So it's we watch that, you know, with subtitles and all that. I, I oh, I can't do subtitles. Yeah, it's tough. It's you know, I mean, I, I think after a while, I just start getting headaches from subtitles. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I've been we've been watching that. We've been watching Unsolved Mysteries too. I'm kind of done with Unsolved uh, Mysteries. I was I was not happy with Unsolved Mysteries. 
I really for I mean we've talked about it before when the first season came out. Mm-hmm. It really needed a narrator. It needed those stories to be shorter, mm-hmm. kind of like the show used to be. Yeah. Um, it didn't have to be as campy as the original show, but I mean, come on. It, they they really kind of. They did like a boring version of a, uh, you know, Discovery, Discovery ID that's, show. And that's, that's exactly uh, we what Investigation before? Discovery. I'm not sure if we talked about this off air, but it's just me. I, we're watching it. And it's just like, I remember Unsolved Mysteries. There was like someone disappeared. There was an alien or yeah. a Mothman or Loch Ness or a Bigfoot. And there was a ghost. This series, it's like, first off, there's enough of that Discovery ID. Someone was murdered crap. Yeah, and I love it. Well, Don't get me wrong, yeah, but this is a boring version it's of that. Very boring. I thought it was very boring. I, I mean, even you know the stories themselves. <sighs> the the one the very first one with the building, the yeah. guy who like fell off the building, that was, that was interesting good. enough to kind of get you into it. But then the rest of them were. I didn't even watch the one that was translated in the first season. Like, okay, there was yeah. one that was in Spanish or some other language. I don't remember. I didn't even freaking watch that one. Um, the second the second season is even worse. Yeah. I watched the whole second season, and I'm like, this did this not is, get any better. Bore, it's boring. <laughs> um, the only one we haven't watched is the Tsunami one with the girl. I did watch that. I thought the suit. I watched. They had a lot of cool Tsunami coverage. I know that's kind of shitty to say. But, it, you know, it's still kind of cool to see mm-hmm. a big wall of fucking water just come out of nowhere and, like, go through these cities. It's mm-hmm. crazy. But the story itself was horrible. It's like there's ghosts of the tsunami. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I, you know, it. I don't know. It, it, it was very off-putting, um, to say the least. I'm currently watching Mindhunters, which got canceled. What's that? Uh, it's the one about um, where they started the FBI's uh, uh, serial killer um, division mm-hmm. that that uh, they went and talked to all the serial killers and they were trying to come up with, um, uh, uh, what do they call it, you know, uh, pro- profiles. They were, you know, it's where they started doing profiling. Except for the fact that, like, most of the, you know, 90% of the time the profile is... Uh, white male, late twenties, early thirties. I mean, that's that's pretty much like ninety-five percent of the time that's yeah. your profile. Yeah. That's the profile you start with. Um, it's it's a no. It's a pretty good show. It's a David Fincher show. Uh, who, who did David? What did Van David Fincher? I I don't know. I know the name, and I cannot. I I kept on thinking about the Sopranos, but I know he didn't do the Sopranos. I, I cannot remember for the life of me what he did. Um, I know he did one of the bigger shows, like one of the real big ones. I just can't think of which one it was. Anyway, um, like they said that it was costing too much money, and it's really not an elaborate show. Like half of the show takes place inside of like a jail room where they're talking to the serial killers. Hmm. And the other, and, and like another 30% of the show is just in this office building. So I don't understand where all the cost is coming in on this show. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, Hmm. but, um, 
they canceled it, I guess, mostly because of COVID, but a lot of it had to do with the, uh, the cost of the show. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they'll come back. And he said he had a five-season arc. Oh, but I don't think I think what they'll do is they'll come back and they'll finish off BTK in a movie mm-hmm. version and that'll be good. Okay, I think so. It's it's worth watching, but it's it's difficult to get into because the main character is not likable. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's a dick. He's just not you know not likable. He's not likable. Yeah, that you need to have like that's a huge thing when you're writing novels too, the likability factor. And and this guy is just kind of like what the fuck is your problem, dude? So, anyway, uh where what are we looking at for time? We're at 50 minutes. All right, so why don't we cut for here and then we'll really kind of dive into the movie uh next week on the second uh second half that of the show. That sounds like a good idea. I mean, yeah, that sounds because it's not going to take us very long. So. No, I don't think so. It's, it's a long movie, but yeah. it's not going to take us long to go through it. All right, we will be back next week on JB's Driving Podcast to actually talk about Ed Wood. 